One of the biggest controversies in the church today is on when God created. Should it really be so controversial? That's our topic today on Creation Magazine Live. Welcome to another audio podcast from your friends at CMI. Faith-building evidences for the accuracy of the Bible are coming right up. Okay, we're talking about the age of the earth and how controversial that is. Right. Now, when our speakers, when CMI speakers, creation speakers uh, go to churches, if, if, we, if, if we go to Bible teaching churches, churches with Christians, that, that is Christ followers, Christians, uh, uh, the, the term Christian is applied to many, many, many people apply it to themselves nowadays. Christians right. are Christ followers exclusively. Um, but if we go to churches that teach the Bible, full of Christians, and we ask, do you believe in creation? Do you believe God created? I mean, all the hands would go up, and of course. yeah, there'd be a whatever fashion God did it, and they're going to believe that God is the creator. Yes, but if we ask that same group, do you believe that God created in six real days about six thousand years ago? <laughs> Not as many hands go up, right? Response. So this yeah. is a controversial issue, and that's what we want to dive into on this topic, on this uh, this episode of Creation Magazine Live. Right. It's actually not that hard to figure out how old the Earth is, according to what Scripture it, says anyway. It is, right? Yes. Um, it, it's very easy to do. That's where you came up with that number 6,000 years ago. Right. right. Because if we look at the Bible, it talks about you know, certain figures in history and the dates when they lived. For, for example, Abraham, Father Abraham, right? So, uh, and even secular archaeologists will say, yeah, there was a guy named Abraham who lived about 2000 BC. Everybody pretty much agrees with that. Yeah, yep. that they were, you know, whether they believe in everything else in the Bible. Now, if you add up the chronogenealogies from Abraham to the creation, you so know that Genesis begat, 5 and 11. Begat, 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 yes, yes. all these, these uh, on and up. Um, you get roughly 2,000 years, about 2,009 years. So we're speaking ballpark here. So you've got 2,000 years from the creation to Abraham. And you can't really stick any, any more. Some people like to say, oh, you could, there's missing time and there's different people and maybe it wasn't his son, maybe it was his grandson or whatever like that. Yes. You can't really find that Not in Genesis 5. In Matthew and Luke, where there's genealogies from Adam to Christ, right. yeah, there was, there was, there's missing people there, but, but not in Genesis 5 and 11. Because you've got chronology saying, well, this person was born and then this person was born so many years afterwards right. and he lived this long. So even if it wasn't his son, it was his grandson or whatever, you still have that that challenge there. Yeah, and we, there's charts like this that are very popular. You can see Abraham there at the bottom of the screen and Adam at the top of the screen. Um, Abraham's born around 2,000 years ago. So if we want to get a ballpark figure, just re real simple, creation took place about 6,000 years ago, about 4,000 BC. Right, you go from creation to Abraham, you got 2,000 years roughly, you go from Abraham to Christ's earthly ministry, you got about 2,000 years, you go Another, from Christ's yep. earthly ministry to where we are today, you're talking roughly 6,000 years. Yeah, so about 6,000. That's right. Now. Many people have undertaken to do a biblical chronology. Bishop James Usher is right. uh, one of the more famous examples. And uh, contrary to what, to what some people have suggested, uh, he was a very learned individual. Brilliant scholar. Um, he, uh, and, and he worked from sources, historical sources, to come up with his date of creation of 4004, uh, sources that we no longer have available to us anymore, right. that have been destroyed since the time that he uh, came up with his, his, uh, his biblical chronology. Scientists have also undertaken to do a biblical chronology. Right. Johannes Kepler, who formulated the laws of planetary motion, he came up with the creation date, he calculated a creation date of 3992 BC. You know, again, around 4000 BC. That's right. Uh, close to, to ushers, obviously. Yeah. Um, also, Sir Isaac Newton, the greatest scientist of all time. That's so what many, many people, people would have say that. Called, yeah. he, yep. called him the greatest scientist. Um, of course, he wrote a lot more on biblical history than he did on science. 
many people don't know how much work he actually did. Yeah, then. something like four million words yes. on, on defending the authority of the Bible. He was a Christian. He believed the Bible. He was a creationist, etc. A young earth creationist. A young earth creationist. <laughs> he, and he, he came up with a creation date for about 4,000 B.C. So these brilliant men have all come to around this, this date um, and... Uh, yeah, yeah, and if we think of the Hebrew calendar, right. uh, the, the, Hebrew, the Hebrews don't, uh, here it's, it's, it's 2013, 2014. They don't accept Christ as the as the They don't base they don't yeah. the years we do, obviously. Yeah. They, their year, they're at, at what, 5773? They haven't even got to 6,000 yet. They count their year from the time of creation, not from Christ like right. we do. Now, so what we're pointing out here, because, you know, you mentioned, okay, this is a controversial issue among the yes. church. Here's the point. There is no reason for this to be controversial if you were studying just the Bible. Yes. If you didn't have any extra uh, biblical influences, you didn't watch some program on TV telling you about millions of years, you didn't watch some show on dinosaurs, you did, if, if you hadn't looked at that stuff and you just went by what the scripture said, which is what we're going to be showing you here, this wouldn't be contentious. Everyone would be in agreement That's right. if they were just taking the Bible as plainly written. So contrary to what most people would say, Genesis is actually very easy to understand. <laughs> yes. I mean, most yeah. people will be like, well, that's, that's a harsh statement. It's, total, it's so easy to understand. If, if you weren't looking at uh, anything outside the Bible, you're just to read Genesis plainly, right. you can understand it quite easily. I mean, there are parts of the Bible that require very diligent study. I, I'm talking yes. w without any extra sources. You're just looking at the scripture. You're, you're scratching your head sometime going, okay, what does this mean? You're looking into the original languages, you're looking for right, context, you're right. looking for other scriptures that might relate to this, etc. Yeah. And thankfully we have, we have commentaries today, we have 2,000 years of church history of people who've, been, who've come before us, yeah, who've researched men, these things and, and yeah. looked into the scripture in depth. That's right. But that, that's, as you just said, that's not the case in Genesis. Very easy to understand. One, two, three, four, five, six, God does this, then he does this, then he does this. Yep. Um, without, without sounding too condescending... Any 10-year-old can understand what Genesis 1 says. Exactly. It's, uh, it, it's easy to understand. If God created over millions of years, right. if that's how God created, and that's real history, yep. God created over millions or millions of years ago, couldn't Moses have written it that way? Yeah, why, why I mean, would seriously. God have hid it? I mean, what? is it embarrassing? Ooh, this is something I created over millions of years. Don't want to let everybody know that. Yes. Uh, yep. it, it would have been so simple for, for God to say, you know... Um, he created the first creature. And, well, if you believe in evolution or you're add, trying to add that to the Bible, you could say, and then God created the first creature and then it changed and, and became it, all the other creatures. It, it would have been so easy for yes. him to explain there, it. There have been award-winning children's books on evolution that have been published in the last few years. And, yeah, they, and they win awards. And, yep. and some of the, some of the uh, critics say, wow, do you, uh, can, can a concept as complicated as evolution be taught at a simple level? The answer is yes. Look at this new book. It's right. great. You know, and, so I'm um, sure these folks that were understanding Deuteronomy and, and Leviticus, and, and they, <laughs> they, they probably could have understood it if you know, Moses had just said, yeah, in the beginning God created the first thing and it changed and it turned into all the other things and finally right. became us, et cetera. Yep. So much of the age of the earth debate, of course, focuses on a single word. A single word. In the Hebrew, and that is the word yom, the word for day, right? So yeah. here's what you, as soon as you open up this subject, oh, but don't you know, the word yom can, and off and running, we start with the Yes, uh, and, and we, can, we can certainly look at that. Um, the, the Genesis 1, first of all, there's a number of things we can say to that. Genesis 1 is written as real history. Right. It's written as, 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 a, as a historical account, as is most of Scripture. Right. There's poetry, there's prose, there's, there's, there's different styles of writing, absolutely. 
but the, pro the, the, the dominant feature throughout scripture is history. Right. Here's what Jesus did, then he did this, then he went here to this actual town, then he went to this actual town and did these actual things. And the Old Testament, you had the Hebrews, and then, with the, then in Egypt and so on, history. Right, and, and we can look at the, how the Bible authors, right? You can look at how the early church fathers, Bible scholars over the last 2,000 years understood a day. It's, it's again, it's one of these things like, oh, don't you know? It's like, yes. okay, well, wh how, what did they believe 150 years ago, 200 years ago, before this, you know, millions of years got popularized, that Darwin's idea got popularized? They're all taking it, well, you shouldn't say all, but almost all of them are taking it as a plain reading, a young earth, right. uh, about 6,000 years of history. Uh, well, of course, back then it would be 4,000 or whenever they were, they were studying it, but they weren't saying Millions of years. That, right. that is, yes. it just, it's just yep. not there. And the, uh, some, some modern commentaries today, because we live in an age where the notion of millions of years is so prevalent, yep. you, you can't escape it. You go on a hike on a trail somewhere and there's some geologic feature and there'll be an interpretive plaque that says, here's how it formed over eons of time. Right. It doesn't, doesn't have anything to do with a Bible or a global flood. And because we were so surrounded with that notion today, there's a lot of modern commentaries that say, well, they go as far as saying the word day can have a range of different meanings. And that's where they stop. And it stops. It's <laughs> like, where do you see that in any other word in Scripture? That's right. Well, it can have a range of meanings. It most likely means in I mean, this context, in this. I mean, they're going to go into some detail right. here. Most words have more than one meaning. <laughs> and so when we, when we want to know what God is saying in Scripture, you dive into the language, you look at the context around that word, and you, you work through to, until you get a meaning. Right. But in many commentaries, they stop short of that. Right. It All has a variety of meanings. The end. <laughs> Therefore, we can't know what so God you, is saying. you can pick your own meaning. Sometimes is what you get the feeling. Um, if you uh, go to creation.com slash six days, you're going to get a whole article, uh, details from our answers book, uh, looking into this subject. We're talking about the fact that the word day can mean different things. Um, and sure. so how a lot of Bible commentators said, well, we can't know what Genesis means, the word day in Genesis. Yes. But yeah. if in, I took in a... In English and in Hebrew, it has uh, about the same range of meanings, many different meanings. Right. Now, if I said to you, uh, the people listening here, if I said, uh, you know, back in my father's day, it took three days to drive to Nova Scotia during the day. Who would okay. have a problem figuring that out? Back in my father's day, does that mean a literal 24-hour day? No. It's no. back when my dad was in his youth, basically. That's usually what it means, yeah. right? When, when he was kind of, you know, in his prime or whatever. Back in my father's day. In your father's time. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's not a literal day, clearly. Right. Clearly, and, and it's not a literal day. And you don't even know, you'd have to know my father and how old he is to kind of even get a range of when that exactly was, right? right? Uh, back in my father's day, it took three days. Well, yeah, those literal would be days. literal days. Right. Sure. Yep. To drive to Nova Scotia during the day. Well, that's a portion, that's the daylight portion of, of a literal day. Right. So it's it, not real hard to figure out, based on the context, what the meaning in those three instances, the way you use them, right. what the meaning of the word day is. It's, it's, uh, you have a range of meanings, and you can easily pick out the different meanings right. in that little, that little poem there. Yep. Um, there's other ways that the way, word day can be used. For example, we can think of the Martian day. Right, a day on Mars, right? <laughs> right? That's not like a day on Earth, which is roughly 24 hours. Right. It's one cycle of light and dark on Mars. Yep. Think of, think of uh, after a hard day's work, I went home. Well, there, day is referring to 
the working portion of your day, right? Doesn't include when you got up and when you had breakfast yeah, or yeah. driving to work. It's just, I, I, when I was at work, I had a hard day and yeah, then I came I, I back. I could say, well, the day I met my wife, it was a good day. Okay. I, we're, All right. we're, we're hearing different ways, but, but I mean, it's not really hard and, to understand. And it's, that's the point. It's easy to pick out in these little, these little phrases here, yeah. the meaning of the word day. It's just as easy in these phrases as it is in Genesis 1, but we'll get there in a minute. Right. Um, his day will come. Think about that. Yes. That's uh, referring to some time in the future. It's ambiguous. It's certainly not a literal day. Right. You know, uh, his days are numbered. In the good old days. I mean, we, <laughs> yeah, we could go on and we on. We could go on um, and on, but people get it. You can understand this word in context in English quite easily. Right. And but, Hebrews, in the Hebrews, not that yeah, tough. If either. we look at the Bible, uh, go into the, obviously the Bible uses the word day in, in, in the same ways that, that, uh, that we do today. Right. Now, we don't see people arguing for the word day in other areas, too, right? You read Matthew 28 1. Now, after the Sabbath, towards the dawn of the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other, and the other Mary went to see the tomb. So is that a literal day? Well, I don't know, because the word day can mean a lot of different things, <laughs> no, Richard. kidding. Exactly. Kidding. <laughs> that wouldn't, that, see, no one would allow me to get away with that. Yes. No one would allow me to say, well, you know what, we don't know if that was there's, a literal there's day. There's no controversy over the meaning of the word day in Matthew, 8, Matthew 28, right. 1. How about Genesis 2, 4? Let's, let's, let's move toward Genesis chapter 1. Right, because some people might say, well, yeah, but that was the Greek, so what about the Hebrew? Yes. In Genesis 2, 4, in the day that the Lord made the heavens and the earth. That's not a literal day. That's right. It, that, that, and again, it's not hard to understand. No, you, Genesis you, is easy to understand. Yeah. That's not, some translations say when the Lord made the heavens and the right. earth. And that's fine. It's ambiguous. It's referring to the time period. It's kind of like saying God, in my father's day. Is, right. Yes. Right? Same type of thing. And actually, that was my father's day. <laughs> um, Genesis 1.5, God called the light day and the darkness he called night. And there was evening and there was morning the first day. Okay, so now we've got two uses of the word day, day. here in Genesis 1. Yep. Uh, the first use of the word day refers to the daylight portion of one earth rotation. Right. Uh, God called the light day, and we still refer to, you know, in, in, in the yeah, day. It's daytime. Um, it's daytime, right. Yeah. And we refer to it that way today. I went nothing, out yesterday during the day, and I got a sunburn. Right. <laughs> I yeah. didn't go out in the night and get a sunburn, even though it was part of the... And then the verse concludes, there was evening, there was morning the first day. Well, when I wake up, or when I, when I watch the, the, the cycle, if there's evening and there's morning, I know that 24 hours... The is, earth is, is rotating relative to a light source. I mean, the first three days, we're not told what the light source was. But if there's an evening and there's a morning, there is a sunset, there is a sunrise. The earth is rotating. Right. Um, it's, it's, it's as plain as day. Sorry. <laughs> It, it's, it's obvious. It is obvious. obvious in Genesis 1 what the word day means. And the word day is a simple word. Right. Now, skeptics the, know this. If, if you try to you know, dance around yes, this stuff, they're yes. going to look at you and say, listen, anywhere else in the Bible, we, we know what it means. And so it's really not rocket scientist, rocket scientist stuff. So. The days are actual days. From the text, there is absolutely no way that we can get around that fact. Right. The days are, ab are, are clearly... Uh, ordinary days. And people are, are, are so consumed with this notion of millions of years. Okay, if the days aren't literal days, we have to still get the millions of years into Genesis somehow. Right. So there's a variety of other notions that have, that have been, been bobbing around you know, for the last 250, 300 years. If you grew up on a deserted island, years. all you had is your Bible, 
You just read your Bible, you'd know how old the earth is if you, if you That's thought right. about it from yep. what the scriptures is. Uh, the gap theory was a popular notion. That's the idea that there's millions of years between verse 1 and verse 2 of Genesis. Right. So in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, and then the earth was formless and void, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the deep. And in between those two verses, you can apparently fit uh, millions or billions of years. That's where uh, uh, Lucifer falls. He becomes Satan. That's, you have something in there called Lucifer's flood that was responsible for laying down the fossils. And then it happened over millions of years as well. It's sort of, sort of a convoluted idea. Right. But, and and, and there's, there's other ideas as well, all kinds Dave. of ways of trying to get the... the yeah, days, millions of theories, years into God's Genesis. days aren't like our days, so each one of those days could have been vast periods of time, which means really you've got six vast, undespecified periods of time, which yeah. means you've got one yeah. big, unspecified or the, or the, period the of time. the atoms of the universe, the atoms that things are composed of are, are billions of years old, but the structures that God created are young. <laughs> uh, th that's an interesting one. Yeah, we've heard um, lots, of, they, lots of things. They all have one problem. They all have the same problem. Yeah. The Bible clearly states that at the end of his creation, God pronounced everything was very good. So there was no sin, there was no death, no corruption, no bloodshed, no pain, nothing. Right. All the things that we consider bad, everything was very good. So that means even Lucifer hadn't fallen by that time. Because at the end of the We're creation, consistent. everything is very good. There's That's no right. death, no corruption, no sin, nothing. So... We should probably say that the, the millions of years comes from the geologic record, the fossil right. record. Those layers with the dead things that are entombed yes. in those waterborne sediments. And then, and then more recently, then there was radioisotope dating and so on. But the right. millions of years come from the rock record. Let's make that clear. Right. That's where it originated. So, and, and the rock record has fossils in them. It has uh, evidence of carnivorous activity, animals that have clearly eaten other animals. Um, you have uh, cancer and many other diseases, diseases in the fossil recorded. record. Uh, the, the big question is, could the fossil record predate that point in history at the end of the Garden of Eden when God called his creation very good? Right. So you've got death and, sin and death entering, which is, again, what the church fathers uh, all write about at the time of Adam's sin. Right. When, when Adam rebels against God, the, the earth is cursed. And from that point onward, sin and death enter into the world. And we read that in the New Testament, Romans 5.12. By one man, sin entered into the world and death through sin. Yeah. And so death spread to all men because all have sinned. Well, gap theory, day age theory, the atoms are old, whatever you want to say, you have to say that those rock layers with the dead things predate the end of the creation where everything was very good and Adam sinned. So the big problem for all of these um, interpretations is you have death before sin. Yeah, they all suffer that same problem. That is a huge theological problem. Yeah, because if, if death isn't the result of sin, if there's no link between sin and death, death's in, a natural in, in, thing. In Genesis two seventeen, God says, Adam, if you sin, if you eat the fruit, you will die. Right. So there's a link even in the warning about how death is going to enter the world. That's right. Sin and death are tied together, and then Jesus, four thousand years after that, approximately, comes and dies. Phys pays the price of physical death right. to pay for sin. But if there's no link between physical death and sin that was set up back in, in, in Eden, right. then what did Jesus die for? So here's what's often happening is, you know, God-fearing Christians, influenced by these millions of years ideas and evolution, these types of things, in order to somehow save the credibility of the scripture, 
they're willing to say, well, you know, let's look at these different ideas, even though we didn't know about it back then, we can inter reinterpret them. In order to save the validity of Scripture, we're going to do that. But in doing so, they take one of the hugest uh, pieces of our doctrine, and they maybe have not realized, yeah, but now you've yeah. introduced death before yeah. sin, uh, Christ's um, agony on the cross, uh, what, what he did, what, he doesn't have a link it back to the original, original sin. So this is a huge problem, and, uh, and what people should really consider is just taking the Bible as plainly written. Okay, it's time for feedback, and we're looking this time at a letter that was sent in uh, via email to our website. And this concerned a little bit of the topic that we've covered here in the last half hour. Um, how precise is the Bible's date of creation? How can, can we get to, some people have suggested, you know, October 23rd, 4004, and that type of thing. And right, that was this person James was Usher. concerned with absolute uh, precision, uh, yes. I guess we could say, or, or yes. quite absolute precision. And if you want to follow along, we're only going to cover some of the highlights of this person's uh, um, uh, question and then the response that our, our folks gave. If you want to follow along, go to creation.com slash precise. Creation.com slash precise, and you can follow along. And they had a couple of different questions, but this was the main uh, issue here. I'll just read from the, the feedback. Clearly, the Bible describes a timeline of the world that extends approximately 6,000 years back. I know that some creationist groups and Christian publications give the creation an exact date of 4004 BC based on Usher's chronologies. Does the Bible provide such precision? If so, why then is CMI reluctant to use this date, instead saying the world is around 6,000 years old? So it's true. Honor, uh, Usher's chronology gives a, a you know, pretty precise uh, point. Yeah. Um, but we are always saying roughly 6,000 yeah, years, et, yeah. cetera, et cetera. And his reasoning behind that is actually quite scholarly. He didn't just pick that, that out of a hat. Usher's, you mean? Uh, Usher's, yes. yeah, October 23rd. That's actually, see, the Hebrew calendar starts in, uh, in, in the fall. But that would, that would be September 21st. So why is it, how did you get October 23rd? Uh, it's because the calendar before, uh, was it Julius Caesar? It was Julius Caesar. Before he standardized the calendar to 365 days, a different calendar was used, and that skew, every year it was skewed. Right. And so if you go back far enough, it would have been October 23rd in the year you know, yeah, back we, then. we should point out but, that some people just kind of dismiss Usher and his dates and stuff like that. There is a lot... To go into, I mean, if you yes. just ever want to pick up your Bible and try to try to figure this out, it is not an easy task. There's a massive amount of work that you have to do to to, to figure these things. And out. we actually carry Usher's chronology in English. He wrote it originally in Latin, of course. Yep. But uh, We carry that in the in the Creation.com bookstore. It's a massive, massive book. Right. Um, so here's here's the response by some of our folks. Well, at, at the first thing we can say is uh, no, no, we can't determine. Uh, things that exactly. And the reasoning behind that is the ages of every person are given as from Adam to Abraham when the next person in line was born. But you only have the age that they were, but, but you hold on to that age for an entire year. Right. right. If I say I'm 19 until I'm 20, well, I'd like to be 19 again. <laughs> but no, if I say I'm a certain age, well, yeah, there's 365 days there that have to go by before yeah. I'm the next yeah. age, right? Like if I was 25 when I had my first daughter. Uh, well, well, that could have been 25 years old and one day or one month or, or later. So we, there's where the, the precision uh, right. is, is lost. But if the Bible needs to be precise, uh, it can be. Right. And that's demonstrated, for example, in the details of the flood. Uh, one, of the <clears throat> one of the responses here is, notice that when... 
to the day accuracy was important, the Bible was more than capable of providing that record. For instance, in the flood account, we have the exact day when it started, when the rain stopped, when the ark rested on the mountain, and the day they disembarked. It's in the, in the 600th year of Noah's life and so on. So exact right. days are given That's right. to some of these events. Now, uh, this whole program, basically we were talking about you know, why you should trust the Bible, and the Bible's very clear, you can trust it on creation and stuff like that. Now, many people might have thought, well, he didn't talk anything about the, the, the scientific evidence. I mean, <laughs> that this is the whole reason why this is contentious. You can go to creation.com slash age for some more information. Today's episode was originally formatted for broadcast TV and is available online at the links in the podcast show notes. Both are produced by Creation Ministries International, publishers of Creation Magazine. For more information for the accuracy of the Bible, visit creation.com. You can also donate to the ministry at creation.com donate. And thanks for listening.